Hey everybody, welcome to the Profoundly Pointless Podcast. My name is Nick. I want to thank you so much for listening. Here's a quick look at what's coming up on the show. I was like, oh man, I just got fired from my job and I went home and checked my email and I got accepted as a Twitch partner the same day. Um, I'm just a normal person. And so I've gotten a lot of hate for being just a normal, confident woman on Twitch and Oh, I wouldn't say this is my favorite game of all time, but House Flipper and Viscera Cleanup Detail, they're both little indie games that are very similar. They, you're cleaning stuff up. <laughs> it, it sounds so stupid. It does. And they, you know, they're one of those animals that I feel like they just don't give a shit. Are you confusing like, a woodchuck with a wolverine? No. No. Wol- no, for, no, you're talking... To a Michigan Wolverine fan, I know what a Wolverine is. But how do you know, know that woodchucks is. don't give a shit? I think woodchucks do. I am not a hip. How am I a hipster? And I am not a millennial. How am I a millennial? I was born in the 80s. I, I'm doing it right now because I want to see if you're correct. Okay, fine. Oh, well, fuck. <laughs> So if you get a chance, like, download, subscribe, share. It really helps us out. We really appreciate it. When I originally started this podcast, I did it for two reasons. One, I wanted an excuse just to talk to my friends. And two, I think that there are so many things out there that people are doing right now that are so interesting and so innovative. And I wanted a chance to talk to the people behind them. One of those is Twitch. I'm fascinated by Twitch, but I don't get it. And I don't mean that in the old man, hmm, 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 what are you kids doing? That's dumb kind of way. I mean that in the sense that I don't really understand how it works and why it seems to be growing so quickly. Our first guest is somebody who does. This is Natalie. She's a Twitch streamer. She's better known as Zombie Unicorn. And not only was she one of the first big names to really get behind it, she's still one of the most popular. She's an avid video game player. She does a lot of fitness stuff. She does body painting. Her Twitch stream is basically a live look into her life. And tens of thousands of people watch. Before we get to her, though, I want to apologize in advance to anybody who really knows a lot about Twitch, because I think that some of the questions that I ask her are probably pretty dumb, but I didn't want to pretend like I was cool or like I knew what I was talking about, so that's the reason why. I have to tell you, I'm fascinated by Twitch. I'm absolutely fascinated about it, but I don't really understand it, so for people who don't really understand what it is... Can you describe it a little bit? Like, what do you see it as? Um, well, Twitch is a live streaming platform that has been around for quite some time. And I guess the appeal of it is to watch people stream live content, mostly gaming. But there's also, you know, music, art, beauty, um, editing, technical stuff, food. It's kind of like watching, you know, a creator that you might watch a video from or a, some gameplay or, or anything like that. But live and with the ability to interact with them and the chat at the same time. For some people who can't understand, like, well, why would you want to watch somebody play video games? Uh, think about it like this. You remember if you, you know, grew up playing games in your household or, you know, with friends, even now, like, 
you're sitting on the couch, maybe not everybody can play at once, and everybody else is kind of watching and cheering you on, or like, oh, hey, you missed this pot over there, this health pot over there, or whatever. Um, it's like that kind of experience with a friend, like you're hanging out, except for on a much larger scale, and with more people watching, watching and spectating. And if you still don't get it, think about it like this, watching professional sports. Um, you might not play football or basketball, but you can probably still enjoy watching a game and cheering on your favorite team. I think the reason that I'm fascinated by it is I'm 33, and I feel like somehow, even at that age, this was something that completely passed me by that I had no idea about. Is it mostly for younger people? Well, I'm 31, almost 32, so no, I don't think so. Actually, my audience is mainly 25 through 34, uh, but yeah, a lot of people, there are tons and tons of younger viewers, though, for sure, as well. But it just depends on what kind of audience you cultivate. How did you get into it? Uh, well, I started, um, I've been streaming on Twix, Twitch for over six years now, and I have, I'm pretty OG. Like, I, I, didn't, I wasn't there from the very, very beginning, but almost. And um, I just kind of started gaming and, and streaming for fun. I wanted to get better at a certain game called Smite, and so I would watch, before I started streaming, I, I watched other streamers, and they had smaller communities, so when I hung out and talked, and I, I would get to play games with them and stuff, um, I was more interactive, and then and they were they were like, hey, I'm going to put a webcam on today. Do you want to Skype with me, and I'll throw your webcam on also if you're going to play with me? And I was like, sure. And I started doing that, and they were like, hey, you know what? You should start. You should start streaming on your channel. You should do it. And they encouraged me, and I did. So I uh, just started doing it for fun and in college, and I hurt my ankle pretty bad, and I couldn't walk for, like, seven months. And uh, basically, I just started doing it even more hardcore because I couldn't go out and have fun like I normally would, and so it was, like, a big social outlet for me. Um, and then eventually, it kind of started to become kind of snowball from there for me. Like, I... I got picked up by Smite, uh, by High res Studios to stream on their official channel, which brought me more eyes and stuff. And then I started playing more games, and I started doing YouTube as well. And then it just kept picking up and picking up. And eventually, one day, I was like, "Oh wow! Like this could be, this could be my job." What was that motivation that finally made you push from kind of thinking about it to actually doing that? Well, the really funny thing for me was that I never thought it would be a career. I've always just done it for fun, and I. The day that I realized it was going to be my job was uh, I, I moved to California and I was staying with my parents briefly before I could find a place. And um, they they lived in San Jose, and I worked in San Francisco. <laughs> and I actually got a flat tire on the way to work one day, and they were like. It, it kind of screwed up my whole thing, and I, I, I got in trouble with work. I mean, it wasn't my fault, but it was like, you know, they're like, yeah. hey, we love you and everything, but, you know, you live pretty far away, and it's just, if this kind of stuff happens again, it's going to really not be good, and so we're going to have to let you go. And, and if you move here, like, hit us up again. We'd love to have you work here, but, you know, you're just too far away. And I was like, I understand. And I was like, oh, man, I just got fired from my job. And I went home and checked my email, and I got accepted as a Twitch partner the same day. <laughs> huh. Isn't that, isn't yeah, that amazing? So, like, one thing closes, yeah. one thing opens. Yeah, and so I, I streamed that night and told my story about what happened with the uh, 
the, the job and the, my tire, everything, and everybody was so kind, and I, I immediately got, like, 100 subs on Twitch, which is, like, a paid, for anybody who doesn't know, it's, like, a paid subscription just to, like, use my emotes and stuff and chat and, and everything, and there was a ton of support immediately, and I was like, wow, this is nuts. Did did you th- yeah. did you know right away like how quickly did you know that like oh this is this is going to be okay? I I didn't know right away that it was going to be okay. I knew that it was still going to be a grind, and it's always it's always going to be a grind. I'm still, I mean, I'm no ninja or anything like that, and I've I've known Tyler and Jess for a while, but like I, I I'm not at the level where I've got like a, a ton of expendable income and stuff. So it's it's still always a grind and it, it always kind of will be for me um, because I just don't ever want to stop. I, I don't want to stop and, and become, not to say that anybody's come become lazy or anything like that. And they haven't or it's not what I'm saying. But for me, I'm always going to push that grind and, and, and try to work harder and, and get better. And Did you, before you started doing this, did you have a career path that you were kind of looking at? Like you wanted to be this or that? Yeah, I am. Um, well, I originally went to college for music composition and theory and then dropped out. And I was, like, working at a music venue for a while. And I was like, I don't need to go to college for music. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I and, know. <laughs> and then I was like, you know what? I get, I, I would, I was a performer and stuff, and I would, I would get such stage fright. I would, like, throw up before any time I had to perform, and it wasn't getting any better. Um, so I was just like, you know what? I don't like, I don't like that feeling, so... Let me try something else. And then I realized I had a passion for journalism. So I went to, I went back to school for journalism for a while. I worked at my college paper and then I ended up taking a, a bigger job at a different paper in Austin. I was, I was doing that. And then I was working for like a local TV show as like their social media manager. And then I, I would do like freelance journalism writing and stuff like that. And I thought, you know, I would I would go and finish my degree and become a journalist, but then this whole gaming thing kind of came about, and then I moved to California. I, I didn't finish my degree. I'm, like, a few credits away, but it's been, like, five years now. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I really, I mean, I, when I first started doing this streaming and gaming and YouTube stuff, I still did a lot of actual, like, gaming journalism, mm-hmm. and I incorporated that into it, and honestly, my my studies in journalism and, and uh, social media, because I studied new media as well, has helped me a lot with with this. Well, I mean, I think that in some ways, just from the little knowledge I have of it, some of this stuff is becoming like the new wave of that. Yeah, it's like the new form of critical review, basically. But it's more, I feel like it's almost more honest because it's genuine. Playing it like a normal person will play it. So that's why a lot of people will connect with content creators and streamers and they're like, hey, what do you think about this game? Have you seen the trailer for it? What do you think about it? Um, which is also why brands are very interested in hiring streamers and content creators to play their games and stuff because it's a really good way to get your game out there and seen by a lot of eyes. I mean, are you are you big enough that if somebody, like, puts out a game and you don't like it, can you, I mean, will that have an effect on, on the game itself? Um... I mean, if I'm being paid to play a game, usually I don't accept offers for games that I wouldn't play mm-hmm. uh, or that I know that I won't enjoy. I actually turned one down today. It was a, a mobile game. It was a risque anime waifu game. And I'm like, that's cool for some people. Not no. my cup of tea. So. Not your thing, huh? 
But, like, if you just straight up don't like the game, yeah, it is going to affect the sales and, and whatnot. Um, at least for maybe the viewers that are watching you and agree. Maybe they don't agree, though. Maybe they're like, well, I like this game. I don't care if they don't like it. It still just depends on per- personal preference. But if somebody, like, big enough is taking it and, like, going out, like, then this game sucks, blah, 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 blah then it's probably going to affect it to a certain degree, yeah. Yeah, but I would imagine that your opinion, your opinions on stuff necessarily aren't that far off from probably what other people's opinions would be at the same time. Like, if you don't like it, yeah, most people probably aren't yeah. going to like it either. Were, were you yeah. always big into gaming, or was this something that started when you went on Twitch? Um, no, I've always been like a gamer, like a, more of a casual gamer. I grew up with, you know, Nintendo systems and then PlayStation and Xbox. But um, I wasn't really much of a PC gamer other than your classic pinball yeah. <laughs> and Minesweeper. The, one that, um, the until, ones that came free with it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, until later on, yeah, when I started Twitch, mostly because I didn't have a game, a PC that could like really handle games. I mean, other than Oregon Trail and Mavis Beacon back in the day, because I, <laughs> I am, I'm in the over thirty club, so I think that we can remember those. <laughs> I I still love Oregon Trail. I still think it's one of the yeah. best games I've ever played. I actually played the card game Oregon Trail the other day. It was pretty pretty fun. I didn't know they had that. Are you are you good at them? I mean, is that kind of how that you became um, successful or? Um, that I'm at most games, I am better than your average bear. Like a casual player for sure. I'm, I'm probably better than them. I'm not a professional in any sense. I found a long time ago when I first started streaming and playing PC games, I was super try hard at Smite. Um, and I would get very, very salty uh, and, and upset with myself if I didn't play well, if I made dumb mistakes. And I would try very hard to be, like, the best player out there, and it was rough. It made me upset too often, and I, I was like, you know what? I have way more fun. My audience has way more fun when I just take this, the grain of salt, and I just play for fun. So I made that switch a while back, and it has made all the difference. I was competing, actually, earlier this summer. Um, I was in, in no way the best player or anything like that, but I was definitely pretty good at a, a game called Realm Royale. Mm-hmm. which is uh, another game from Hi-Rez, actually. It's like their Battle Royale meets MMO meets, I don't know, <laughs> FPS. It, it was pretty fun, and, and it's still around, but they're they're working on a lot of changes and stuff in the game, so I haven't played it a bit. But I was competing earlier this year, and I actually won some money in a tournament, so oh, I guess wow. that's me, a professional esports player now because I've technically won money. <laughs> was it a good amount of money, or are we talking like 20 Oh, no, he was like... It was like two hundred fifty dollars, which is this is a nice little chunk for one game there, but yeah, definitely not like a, a high ranked number or anything like that. I mean, it's better than not having two hundred fifty dollars. I play some card games. I started getting into Magic recently. I know it's like a twenty year old game, but they have a uh, they have Magic the Gathering Arena that came out recently. It's an open beta, and it's a card game, but you play it in, on your PC, and, it, and the UI oh. and the the whole design is beautiful. It's really nice. In terms of Twitch, like how many subscribers do you have? Twitch, it's more like followers. Okay. Followers are a free way to, to follow a channel. But um, I've got about 180,000 followers on Whoa. Twitch. Um, that's good, <laughs> right? That's really, that sounds, to me, that sounds yeah, amazing. Yeah, that's pretty good. 
I think I'm in the top thousand followed streams on Twitch. So you basically you got log on and then somebody can join the the room, so to speak. Is that basically how that works? Well, yeah, somebody can watch my stream without even logging into Twitch at all. But to be a part of the chat, you just have to log in, create okay. a, an account, log in. Yeah. How, how long will how long will people usually listen for? Some people will hang out and watch the stream for as long as I stream. Some people pop in for a minute and are like, hey, I have to go to work, but I saw that you were on and I wanted to say hi and I hope you have a great day or something. I have those kind of people come through. Um, I have a lot of lurkers. So lurkers are people who just kind of like, they're there. They don't talk in chat. They just lurk. Right now, I average about 700 viewers on average concurrently. When you say that... There's another statistic called Minutes Watched. And in the last 30 days, I had about 6 million minutes watched on my channel. To me, that sounds like an incredible amount of people. When when you use the term lurkers, is that just... Because I imagine somebody not necessarily familiar with it, like that to me sounds like a negative thing. Is that a negative thing no, or that's no. just what they... Okay. No, it's not. It's not a negative thing at all. Actually, when I watch other Twitch streamers, like my friends or something like that, or even if it's a channel I'm brand new to... I actually lurk most of the time. Um, it just means that you don't talk in chat. There's no problem with lurking. Sometimes it's nice to hear from lurkers like, oh, hey, I usually, sometimes they'll say stuff like, oh, I usually lurk in here, but I felt like talking today, and I just wanted to say you're awesome or something like that, you know. Um, I personally, as a streamer, because I do have, like, a check mark next to my name in the chat and because I have been around a long time and a lot of people know me, I, I, try, I tend to lurk in other people's channels because there's kind of this thing where you don't want to seem like you're coming off as a leech or you're trying to steal attention from the person streaming. So if I was to talk in chat, people might turn, turn their attention to me. Why do you think that ultimately people, people like you? Well, some people like me. Some people hate me. <laughs> it's just a part of life. And it's not, I mean, not everybody's going to like you, but I think that some, I think people like me because, I don't know, I'm pretty genuine. I, I am pretty much the same person I am off stream as I am on stream. I do amp it up a little bit. So let's say when I'm on stream, I'll usually seem like I had a cup of coffee versus without, <laughs> you know, yeah. well, a, little, a little extra, um, a little extra energy, but there's really no part of me that's different offline than, than online. But one of the greatest parts of me and watching my content is my community. Because I have been on Twitch for so long and I've, I've dealt with so much trolling and hate and, and things from different reasons and, you know, different stuff. And, and mainly it's always been because, unfortunately, because I'm a female and um, because I'm, I'm not like your average stereotypical, you know, glasses, t-shirt, no makeup, you know, frizzled hair idea that people have of girl gamers that they think they, sh you know, at least some people think that they, they're supposed to look like, you know, um, I'm just a normal person. And so I've gotten a lot of hate for being just a normal, confident woman on Twitch. And I have taken that and gotten so many bad, nasty, mean, or hurtful, or lewd messages, and 
I have filtered them all out of my chat, all of, out of my community. And so after six years of doing this, I have like one of the kindest, most positive, sweetest communities out there, super generous and kind. Just we have like zero tolerance for hate, sexism, racism, homophobia, any of that stuff. So is when you get some of the more negative messages, is that primarily from men or is that primarily from women? You know, we don't really know because you don't. Oh, that's right. Gender. Yeah, you okay? It can yeah, be anonymous. A lot of times, it is from men. Um, as far as those kind of comments go, I have gotten comments from other women that are pretty nasty and mean and rude and just plain old misogynistic. But um, majority of time, it is definitely it's definitely men. You know, people are like, oh, "I wish I had boobs so that I could have viewers," and it's like, "Well, you know." 2018 you can go buy some if you want <laughs> like, that is, like joking you know obviously that's not an excellent point in the sense that since we're kind of talking about this you're, you're obviously an attractive woman do you play that up at all or do you just kind of this is how i look and this is who i am and you go from there and people can think what they want to think it is just who I am and what i look like but i when i do makeup and beauty streams and i, I do try to like show off makeup looks or do unique creative stuff with, you know, body painting or stuff like that. But I mean, I stream with no makeup on all the time wearing pajamas and I'll stream just after a workout, all disgusting and gross. Like I don't really, I I used to not, I used to always like want to wear makeup and be done up. Like it's kind of, it is kind of good to, you know, put a good face forward. It's like, it's your job. You want to look presentable for your job, right? And I used to always want to do that, but then I was like, man, I kind of feel like, one, it takes up a lot of time sometimes to get ready, and two, if I'm this transparent streamer who's, like, sharing a lot of her life and being honest, then I should not worry about wearing makeup 24-7 or this and that, because honestly, that's not realistic. I don't wear makeup, you know, a lot of time, so... I I started it with, you know, doing a makeup stream and not wearing makeup at first, and I was real nervous, and I did it, and then I was like, oh, this is fine, and then I've just gotten more comfortable with it, so I stream all the time without, like, makeup or my hair done or anything like that, so, yeah, it's not like I am purposely playing it up or anything like that, I just, I like to look good sometimes, and sometimes I don't care if I do or not. <laughs> now, you do the beauty streaming and stuff like that, too, so it's not just necessarily games? Yeah. I do beauty, beauty and music. Sometimes I do, um, well, sometimes I do music. Sometimes I do um, IRL stuff, like out and about. Sometimes I'll do fitness. I'm, I'm like a super mega ultra variety kind of content creator. Well, is there one of those that you know, like, okay, if I'm doing this, that will definitely get more streams? Or do you just kind of go about your day and like, hey, I'm working out. I'm going to stream this. Or, hey, I'm going shopping. I'm going to stream that or something like this. I definitely try to have a better plan for content. Like, usually it's based on what games are out or, like, what games I want to play. Or I will have a, like, I'll schedule when I do a body paint. They take so long and they're very exhausting because you're pretty much standing up painting yourself um, for hours on end. Some of them have taken me as long as 16 hours for a whole stream. Wait, are you, are you painting yourself on those? Yeah, and I haven't been. I've only been doing it this year, so I'm pretty new to it. But um, I have a couple friends who are 
really have been doing it a long time, and they're very super talented, and that's pretty much all they stream. I just assumed that somebody else was doing it. That those are really good. Oh no, yeah, yeah. No, I'm like I said, I'm I'm still practicing, and and I try to do more simple characters that nobody's done before because then there's nobody else to compare it to. <laughs> People are like, you Spider-Man, you should do Captain Marvel. And I'm like, no, I'm good. Those have already been done by a bunch of different artists, and everybody would pick my stuff apart. Be like, well, you suck compared to this person. Are you? Have you always been really artistic? I mean, obviously the painting, it looked like you've got a bunch of tattoos. Has that always been something that you've been interested in? Yeah, no, I've I've always been into art. I remember taking like advanced art classes when I was young and and whatnot. And I I did some painting as a as a kid, but I I really liked sculpture a lot more. And whenever you know I started doing more um, stuff on the computer, I, I got into like making digital art a lot. And I do create um, some digital vaporwave style art, which I like. And I used to, I mean I used to be a musician, so there's that. Um, I used to write poetry, uh, and then I, I actually, even recently, I, I make a lot of like UV resin jewelry, which kind of falls under the sculpture. You, you mentioned the UV. Is that why, like, you're blowing smoke out in some places and some of those things? Oh, or is that? Are no, you just? No. Are you doing something else there? Uh, that's just. That's just a vape. I'm. I just. I do vape occasionally, and so uh, I think it's fun when I'm doing photos for body painting and stuff to, like, have the smoke coming out of my mouth. I don't know. I just think it makes the pictures look cooler sometimes. But is it ever odd to you in the idea that somebody would watch you, like, eat a sandwich? Is that weird to you? (laughs) I think that if I was just to turn on the camera and eat a sandwich and not say anything, that would be a little weird. I don't really do it. There is social, the social eating category on Twitch. There is, I don't know if you've ever heard of mukbang, where people eat food and just talk about whatever. But so, social eating is a little bit more, it's a little bit of mukbang, but it's also like, hey, look at this food that we're trying out. This is what it tastes like. This is what it looks like. This is what it has in it. But then also they're having, carrying on a regular conversation. Um What's, but yeah, I mean, I understand that. We watch food shows. It's kind of like the same thing. You're living vicariously through the person you're watching and whatever they're eating. But know, for me, it's more like I'm just taking a break, chilling. Do you do you know in person any of the people that come to your your channel? Oh, I've yeah, I've met a bunch of people over the years. That usually at conventions, um, I'll go to conventions and I'll do meet and greets. And, and stuff like that, or people just find me walking around a convention and, and say hi. I actually just went to TwitchCon um, at the end of October, and it was great. I've been to every single TwitchCon, and they have just gotten better and better. Um, and this one was amazing. I did a meet and greet, and it was packed. And they, I, I like people were there early, and people were there late after the time was done. To be able to see their faces in real life and, and hug them and say hi is really nice. And um, it reminds me that, you know, these are real people. It's not just username robot in the chat. In a sense that somebody who had strange stage fight like you were talking about to basically be a celebrity. Oh, I, it is. I think it's kind of funny. Like, I don't have stage fright when I stream or when I'm hosting on, like, I've I've been on stage now and hosted in front of, 
a huge crowd at different events and stuff, and I don't have any stage fright anymore. I think it's more because it's just me talking. I think the big part of my stage fright was about me performing my own songs and how heartfelt and deep they were. I was pouring out my soul, and that was so more personal, I guess, you know. I don't have those kind of jitters about just showing up and people knowing me. I'm like, cool, hi, hey, hi. I'm, a, I'm like a big social butterfly, so people you, recognize me too because I have bright hair colors, so I'm so easy to spot. Were you like that before the Twitch stuff? I mean, were you kind of a very sociable person? Would people come up and talk to you? Or is this something that really has changed just because of this? I think I was always kind of a sociable person, um, but I was a little more weary of interacting with people. And I think uh, a lot of it has to do with my hair color. <laughs> I just, I've had pink hair, you know, different variations of pink hair for the past, like, five, six years. And going out in public, people are always like, oh, my God, I love your hair, you know. And and I've just become, like, more and more like, oh, thanks, hi, hey, you know, like, just more friendly because I, I know why people are intrigued when they see me like it's either my hair color or my tattoos or something and usually most of the time it's just positive interactions and so it's it's opened me up to be even more of a social butterfly but I was always like pretty friendly and easy to talk to before I looked through your Twitter just very quickly you've had some interesting interactions with people though too at the same time <laughs> which which what, what are you looking at <laughs> paying someone that to humiliate them or something like that oh yeah the weird message i got yeah no that's uh yeah so unfortunately like as a i mean just as anybody i'm pretty sure lots of people get weird kind of lewd propositions and stuff but women especially and um i often share when i get lewd or weird rude messages and stuff like that propositioning me in that way because a lot of people will look at me and they'll be like oh well she's a top heavy woman and um she doesn't hide it and so people assume that just because that's how my body naturally is that I'm using it and I'm doing it on purpose when really I'm just existing (laughs) and so a lot of people who are just you know kind of being ignorant they don't realize that just because you have a curvy body doesn't mean you're purposely exploiting it or using it in any way and they might consider me somebody who is like sexual on my stream or I create sexual content which I don't at all in any way I don't post you know like I don't like sell my pictures like that or anything like that and there's nothing wrong if that's a if that's the kind of content creator that you know you want to be there's nothing wrong with that I just choose not to do that I don't want to I don't want to do that I don't agree with it for myself personally I have friends who do that, and I don't mind it at all, and I don't think any less of them. That's that's what you know. That's their thing. Yeah. I just don't like it for me. I, I just when I get messages like that, I'm like, I gotta point it out. Like, hey, this this is kind of not okay. This is this is don't message me with this. I don't create that kind of content. I'm not okay with this. So please stop sending me these kind of uh, please stop sending me these kind of propositions because I'm not interested. I'm never going to be interested, and it's kind of rude it's never going to stop I know that but I also kind of put it out there so people understand like hey this is something that we ha- like women like me have to deal with all the time and it's extremely it makes me really uncomfortable getting like proposition like that and it makes me 
you know, I, I obviously I, I blocked the guy. I didn't want him to be around anymore. Cause I'm like, I don't want him to get any satisfaction from any of my content. And I, it, it's just not good. <laughs> it was asking me to do, oh my God. It was asking me to basically humi- humiliate him and treat him like less than human or something like that because he gets off on that. And I was just, that's not okay with me either because it is glued to him. And I don't know why. I don't understand it, but that's you do you again. Um, but there are people There are people who were into that, and there are people who would gladly take that gig. When I posted that, a bunch of my friends were like, oh, send them my way. I'm down. <laughs> um, where do you ultimately think that this goes? Like, can you... Can you see yourself doing this a decade from now? I think I'll always stream. It might not be full time, but I'll, I'll still stream. If I end up doing something else, I'll still stream uh, occasionally or probably pretty often. I just really enjoy it, and it's fun. And I, I like talking to my community. I have like longtime friends. You know, I do value those friendships and that those uh, relationships that I make. You know, I do voice acting as well, and that's something I really wish I had more time to spend on. I think that'll come. I'm still working at it every bit here and there. I, I do some indie games. I do some trailers and stuff like that, commercial work. Um, but I'd love to get more into the, the voice acting side of things, I think, in the future and more hosting and just generally be, being involved in the community. Like, I've taught, uh, I've taught a course on, on streaming and content creation um, that people use a lot. It's one of the, like, top-rated ones on Udemy. And um, I've I've been like a consultant. Consulting could be a thing in my future. There's been talk lately about stream coaching. Basically, stream coaching coaching is consulting, and I don't agree. I don't agree with the, using the term coaching. I think it kind of makes it sound a little weird, but it's just consulting. And I think that's probably something I'm, I'll do in the future when I feel like slowing down on the streaming because you do kind of have to stream pretty often to stay relevant and to keep up with it and to keep your community going and active and it can be tiresome so i'm sure one day i'll get a little tired of doing it as often as i do but i don't think i'll ever stop doing it completely it just in terms of how many hours a day will you generally do it well i try to stream five days a week and then i usually stream at the minimum like three hours usually uh and usually it's more around like six, seven to like ten. Sometimes on the heavier days it's like ten hours, eleven oh hours. So, yeah. Well, it's just kind of like I'll play multiple games, or yeah. sometimes really into one game. But you can just get lost in games for hours. So, yeah. Are you ready for the hard questions? All right. What Here. are your top five video games of all time? Oh God. Can I pick top five single player and top five multiplayer? Yes. Okay, because I feel like those belong in different categories. Um, oh, boy, it's still hard to pick. I know. I told you it was going to be the uh, hard one. Yeah. Okay, so I'm really, <laughs> I've got to say, like, this should be its own category, too, like card games, right? Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, oh boy. Um, ah, I really like fun 
quirky indie games a lot. And two of them are very similar. Um, but I got to say, I feel like they're tied. But um, oh, I wouldn't say this is my favorite game of all time. But House Flipper and Viscera Cleanup Detail, they're both little indie games that are very similar. They, you're cleaning stuff up. <laughs> it, it sounds so stupid. It does. <laughs> it it really is kind of weird how people can like this is this is a great time. I'm really enjoying this. <laughs> it's just kind of yeah. flipping I'm houses. Stuff up. Yeah. Well, house flipper is where you're cleaning up the house, you're repainting it, remodeling it, and then you you sell them and stuff. And there are some kind of uh, nods to things. Like I, I did one of the, the maps the other day, and it was based that the house was the house from Breaking Bad, and it had little references to Breaking Bad all over it. Um, and that one is more of like cleaning and reselling a house, whereas Viscera Cleanup de- uh, Detail is um, it's a very like glitchy physics cleanup game, and it's gory. So it's a uh, it's really funny. Like you, you'll be on a space station and everybody got murdered and like there's funny notes to the janitor and it's like, Oh, by the way, keep this hush hush. And you're just like cleaning up body parts and stuff. It's not super realistic. So it's still funny. I'm squeamish. So if it was super realistic, I'd probably not play it. But, um, but that game also has a ton of references. They had like a Halloween kind of DLC horror, horror uh, DLC. And it has yeah. references everything from Jason to Freddy to, Ash, you know, or Evil Dead and Army of Darkness and all that, and I just love it. It's so funny, and it's it's really a good game. You're more of a quirky game kind of person. Uh, for, as far as, like, single-player indie games go, yeah, definitely the quirky games. There's there's a fun one called Weed, Sim- Weed Shop, too. This is good. I really like The Sims. I haven't played in a while. I want to hop on back onto The Sims. There's a new DLC for that I'm interested in called Get Famous. And then some horror games. I really, oh man, I really loved Soma. Soma was so good. I actually haven't finished it. I need to go back and restart it and finish it. Um, and then recently, I know it's been out for a while, but I played Hellblade. And Hellblade is fantastic. It is a journey into um, basically hell. And the the girl, it's it's got... It's all about her, it's all about depression and her psychosis. And it's got, um, it, it kind of just shows you what it's like for somebody, your character, like the main person you're playing, Senua, she is, um, you know, she goes through depression and self-doubt and things, and she has all these voices that are whispering stuff to her throughout the game. And it's like stuff like, ah, she can't do it. She's not strong enough. Blah, blah. And then one of the other voices will be like, no, she can do it. She just needs to keep at it. Like, and it's whispering this stuff the whole game. And it's very creepy, but it is incredible. And it is it's just a, such a good story. I cried. Oh, oh, and there's one more. Okay, one more. Um, Detroit Become Human. Beautiful, beautiful game. And there's over a thousand different outcomes of different choices you could have made throughout the whole game. Um, everything from the voice acting, the character modeling, they did it where they um, they based the characters off the, the voice actors, and it looks so beautiful. The story is incredible. Oh, my gosh. Another game I, I cried on stream, like straight up bald. Um, 
if, if a game can make me cry, like, in public, <laughs> it's, I think it's a good game. Then it's going to go for it. There's another game, one more game, on PS4 that's exclusive. It's amazing. It's called Horizon Zero Dawn. It's beautiful. Games these days, they're just so beautiful. Like, honestly, the, the work that's being put into them, they're like movies, you know? Detroit Become Human is kind of plays out, it kind of plays like a movie. I mean, I really don't think that people, that video games in general get nearly enough credit in terms of how influential they can be, the storytelling, the artwork. Yeah. It's, it's a, there's a couple that I've just watched the cutscenes on YouTube. How did you come up with that name? Why'd you choose that? <laughs> I like my name. My real name is Natalie Casanova, but um, I used to go by Miss Casanova, my real name, and like I said, and I, I, I dealt with a lot of hate just for being a, a female in the in the online gaming community. The unfortunate part, especially if you have like Miss in your name, people think it's nice to just be like rude and sexist to you. So yeah, it just would happen so often when I first started that I was like, ugh, let me just change my username so that it doesn't sound like a girl. People might associate zombie unicorn with a female now because they know me or they. It, I mean, zombies aren't necessarily feminine, and no. unicorns might be considered more feminine, so it's like kind of like a balance there. Um, but yeah, I changed it. Uh, there's a cartoon show called The Regular Show on, yeah. I think, the Cartoon Network. Yeah. Yeah. And um, they had like a little flyer go around a long time ago, and it was like, hey, come up with your new regular show nickname. Your first initial, your first name, and the first initial, your last name chooses a new word and then combine them and then that's your new name and mine was zombie unicorn and i was like that is awesome and i love i love zombie stuff and i love unicorns that was perfect when you were kind of starting out and you were hearing those things from other people did you ever get discouraged did you ever think like okay this isn't worth it oh all the time yeah all the time i i would like turn off my stream like there was a couple times where i would like start getting emotional and cry a little bit and then turn off my stream and then some other nights where I just turn off the stream and then go cry all night because I was just some people are so hurtful and mean because they just don't know how to deal with their own stuff and they take it out on other people and I, I, I did get discouraged but the more it happened to me and the more that other people were like oh I, I deal with the same stuff so you know you just got to remember like at the end of the day these are just strangers online. They're, they don't know you as well as they pretend to. And they're just saying hurtful stuff. Like when, when it comes to like trolling, people yeah. trolling. And stuff. Just to see what you're going Yeah, they're just trying to get a reaction out of you. They might not like you. Um, but usually it's because they're dealing with something on their own. And if they want to say, oh, no, my life's great, blah, 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 well, then... What makes it okay for you to think you can go talk to a stranger like that? If your life was okay, you wouldn't think that that's okay. Yeah. You know, like, you might be dealing with something you don't know it yet, but it's usually people who just don't know how to deal with their emotions in a healthy way, and they just hop online under an anonymous account and take it out on others because it gives them an outlet to channel their rage or whatever, their hate that they're feeling. And you just got to, at the end of the day, you got to remember that and, and not take it with a grain of salt and remember that the people who, you know, your friends and your family and the people who care about you, they don't think those things about you. And that's who really matters. And silly trolls online can, can eat it. 
Let's let's end on a happy note. What game are you most looking forward to? Oh boy. I was talking about this earlier. I'm really excited for Cyberpunk 2077 from CD Projekt Red. It's like a big it's a, it's a beautiful game set in the future, obviously, and basically there are different body parts. You can upgrade your body parts to different machine parts and things now in this future and um there's like black market items and things like obviously the whole storyline of the the game hasn't been revealed yet but it just looks incredibly beautiful and it's all open world and one of the things that they talk about um when they've shown the game off is uh every single npc character is going to have basically their own storyline so you could find a random character in the game and then follow them around I want to thank Zombie Unicorn so much for joining us. If you want to connect with her, she's on a bunch of different social media platforms. We've linked to her on our social media accounts. We're Profoundly Pointless on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. She really does a lot of high-quality content. You can obviously see she knows a bunch about video games, a lot about beauty and makeup, a lot about art, and more than any of that, I think that she's really good at interacting with her fans and that community that she talked about is really cool. All right, so now let's go ahead and give John Shaw a call. And right before I was supposed to call him, he sent me, sent me a little screen grab text message of the Fast Five list that he had put together. And he actually typed it out, which for some reason I just find ridiculous. So let's call him. I don't think that he's going to pretend to be anything anymore. I think that he's forgotten about that. Hello? Why do you answer the phone like you don't know who it's going to be? Because I don't know. Maybe you're some random number. You don't have the number saved in your phone? Of course not. Why would I? Anything that has to deal with you, I don't save anything. But you wouldn't even recognize the number, even when it calls. I'm just kidding. Of course I have it saved. I just don't know, like, if I open up with something, then you're going to have a joke ready. And then if I just say hello, I feel like I throw you off and you don't know what to say, which I think is what just happened. A little bit. Um, I'm a little concerned about your level of preparation. My level of preparation? Yeah. All right, continue. I don't think that you need to type things out. Why did you type it out? I don't know, because I'm excited for this week. You know, I, I think it's just time to start typing stuff out. I don't know. Sometimes I write things down, and I can't understand what they, what I wrote down. So now I have it all typed out in front of me. So you're taking this show more seriously, then? This is the first week that I have typed out uh, notes, yes. Did you print them out as well? Do you have a printer at home, or did you print them out at work? No, I printed them out here. You have a printer at your at own house. house? Yeah, you don't have a printer at your house? I'm not the one that I know how to use. It's only connected to my wife's computer. I don't get printer privileges. That's probably a good thing. No, man, I'm excited. I'm pumped for this show. I'm ready. I'm, I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking forward. We got a good top five this week. I got. I, I, I changed up the fast five a little bit to be uh, more random, seeing you scolded me last week for it. So, so I'm, 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 I'm ready. I'm, I'm set. I got my notes, my diet coke. Everything's good. Do you have? Do you have, are you well fed? You don't need to stop and eat during the middle of the show again? <laughs> that, <laughs> that was quite funny. I love, I, I love, first off, how it was like in every tease and every social media thing you put out there. 
and surprisingly, no one really, uh, no one really commented on it. So I'll hey, I'll take it. It's fine. Well, I think that the audience in general has given up on you. <laughs> uh, so does that mean that I don't have to worry about doing prep anymore for the show? I can just, I can just be done with it. No, I think that you still have to do that. I think that they've given up on you in the sense that if somebody is convinced that two and two is five, it's pointless to try and convince them of anything. Like uh, my father growing up. After a certain age, he realized I wasn't going to be the next LeBron James, and he just basically told me I was going to be a failure, and I've failed him for my entire life. Is well, that what you mean? Yeah, I think that once he realized you weren't going to be a baseball star, there's really no reason to go outside and play catch with you anymore. He's better served doing his own thing and just ignoring you. Let's see. He stopped playing catch when I was seven. So, I mean, I guess that's about right. I guess that that's, that's a good thought. What age do you think that most parents probably give up on their children? <laughs> I don't <laughs> I don't think parents do give up on their kids. Not give I mean, up in the sense like they don't love them anymore, but just basically like, oh, this, you know what? This kid is not going to be the next Michael Jordan. Parents are too opportunistic for their children. Many of them don't realize uh, for instance, there are there are only so many LeBron James in the world or uh, you know, uh, Sam Smith, you know, like... Who the hell is that? Uh, a Grammy award-winning singer. What song Sam does Smith. he sing? I, I would probably, of uh, many, but I would probably say his most popular one is Stay With Me. Anyways, I don't know why I'm even trying to bring you into pop culture. My point of that being is, is instead of letting your child grow into their own, and that's just my opinion, I feel like a lot of parents push their kids... To the brink of exhaustion for a reason, you know, for no reason. I mean, I, I think the writing's on the wall in a lot of cases. Do you know that a woodchuck is surprisingly light? They grow to <laughs> yes. around they grow to uh, around twenty inches. So a woodchuck grows to around twenty inches, but only weighs between five and twelve pounds. A dog of that similar size weighs as much as twenty five pounds. So I was really hoping that you would go with. An animal this week that I, that I love, and walruses are okay, but woodchucks are badass. Why do you like the woodchuck so much? Because they're small in stature, they have an amazing set of teeth, and they you know they're one of those animals that I feel like they just don't give a shit. Are you confusing like, a woodchuck with a wolverine? No, no, wol- no, for, no. You're talking to a Michigan Wolverine fan. I know what a wolverine is, but how do you know, know that woodchucks don't give a shit? I think woodchucks do. Listen, honey badger don't give a shit, and neither does the woodchuck. What's the fast five? I, I want to see what was worthy. How many drafts of the fast five did you go through before you settled on that? So I wouldn't say I went through that many drafts of the fast five. However, I went through a lot of ideas because you kind of, you know, you kind of hurt my feelings last week because, you know, I did it. The week before, and you're like, oh, blah, blah, blah. You know, I kind of want it to be more a little quicker, you know, uh, maybe maybe the same topic. So then I do the same topic, and then you tell me, oh, I kind of want different stuff, blah, blah, blah. You know, more you know more substance. So that's what I did. I, I picked out five relevant different kind of topics. But I also want to announce that uh, part of my, you know, new self-worth initiative, we'll call it, uh, is that you'll be able to access my Fast Five and my Top Five on my, my page of the website, which is a work in progress. I know you saw my current <laughs> update. 
<laughs> which is kind of badass. So for the people who maybe haven't noticed, um, John has been talking about he wanted to do stuff with the website, the ProfoundlyPointless.com website. And so I gave him his own special section. And then I noticed after about a week that he didn't do anything with that. So I started putting in, because I am a Star Trek and Star Wars fan, a captain's log of every day <laughs> expecting him to do something. And this went on for about three weeks before he finally did do something, which was just erase the captain's log and put in all bold caps, I'm an idiot. <laughs> no, you're an idiot. On a scale of 1 to 10, how much of a grasp of that website do you think that you actually have? Uh, in terms of being able to like maneuver it and edit and, and things like that? Can you accomplish your vision? On the website? Yeah, like the way that you think it's going to look. Can you make it look that way? Or is it kind of like me at the age of eight building a treehouse when it's basically just two sticks put together? My page is going to be the number one page on the website by far. And it's going to be basically everything to make fun of you. I'm fine with that. What I want to know is when can we expect this to actually be done? At least by the, by the new year. So it's going to take you a month to put up one of your no. fast fives. You know, I think the other thing is, you know, people, we don't get into our personal lives a lot on this show, which is fine. People probably don't give a shit anyways. No, I However, don't think people generally care about your personal lives. My personal life has been a little crazy lately, so that's why I may have not been 100% focused on every little nook and cranny of the show. But my goal is to have my page updated uh, every time we release a new episode. Whoa, before or after? Well, I mean, you, you usually post the new episodes around 3 o'clock your time. No, noon, that's not noon correct. Noon your time, 3 o'clock my time. Okay, that's right. Um, 3 o'clock my, you know, my time, noon your time. Um, that way it coincides and then people s- are like, oh man, you know, John, John had a fantastic Fast Five. I want to go check it out or leave a comment or... You know, make fun of Nick's annoying sounding voice. You know, there's, you know, just stuff like that. So I'm going to go ahead and put my expectations at negative two on this right now so that I can be pleasantly surprised when it hits three. Okay. That's, I mean, let's be honest. I write like a child and my ideas mostly suck for the most part. So I, I think setting it at a negative two to get up to a three. Is uh, I, I think that's a, a fair a fair assessment, a fair expectation. Do you type with all ten fingers, or do you use two? Uh, no, I I, uh, I was born, uh, you know, after 1980, so I type with all ten fingers. Do you keep it or not? Do you keep the sanitizing wipe wipe right next to the keyboard? Are you one of those people? No, but I mean they're they're in a you know uh, we're talking about my work desk now, uh, but they're in a drawer right near my work desk. In case I need them. I will tell you, people that eat, like, wild typing kind of bothers me. Because you know all that shit's just getting in the keyboard. Yeah, I've never understood the point of eating while doing anything. Like, if I'm, e- <laughs> if I'm eating, I'm just going to be eating. I don't want to ruin my eating by doing other stuff. Anyways, Nick, did you know... Is this that- the Fast Five? No, this is me on your take on the animal. Are you trying to I- steal I- I- my stuff? I wanted to bring up something. Cause okay. Our dishwasher died last week. Oh, boy. Our dishwasher died. By the way, we've been doing dishes by by the, by hand. It's, it's not as bad as what all you millennials 
and hipsters think it is, by the way. You realize uh, you are both a millennial and a hipster. I am not a hip. How am I a hipster and I am not a millennial? How am I a millennial? I was born in the 80s. You realize that's the literal definition of a millennial, right? No, I, I, no, I, I thought I was like, uh, I thought I'm like in the gray area. I'm almost a millennial, but I, I'm actually the generation before that because I declared it. No, you're you're basically the prototype millennial. You're right in that Anyways. age range. You're 31. Maybe. How old are you? What year were you born? 87. Yeah, dude, you're a complete millennial. You're like the poster child. Okay, but I'm not a hipster. Have you? Do you? You have glasses. Everybody has glasses. Yeah, but you've got glasses. I don't wear tight jeans. For one, I can't. First of all, you jeans. do wear tight jeans. They're just not purposely tight. <laughs> I have big thighs. Leave me alone. And I got a, I got a muscular butt. It happens. Um, <laughs> Uh, and I, I, I don't have long hair. I don't have a beard. I can't even grow facial hair. You wear sweaters. I do. Getting back to my original story. So our dishwasher dies, and and the wife and I drag our newborn out to three different stores looking for a dishwasher. Literally, we came home with nothing because the service at these stores was so horrendous. You know you told this story last week, right? I didn't no, that's impossible. I couldn't have told this story last week. You did. Did I say this already? Yes, oh because I remember you went outside and a guy named we'll call him Steve followed you into the parking lot trying to get you to come oh, back in. Shit, I did say it. Man, I'm getting old. God. Uh okay, fine. Did you have this story in your notes? I, I, no, I didn't have it in my notes. No, but apparently I need to start writing everything down. Because I'm going fucking crazy. That is that is a huge pet peeve of mine, which is probably why I'm upset about the fact that you now write down the Fast Five and type it out, is that just remember it. Just remember. <laughs> but I, I, I can't. I have, I have memory issues. But you have memory issues because you don't try to remember anything. Did you <laughs> know that a woodchuck's teeth actually grow their entire life, growing an average of one-sixteenth an inch, or one-sixteenth of an inch, Every week, that's three and a half inches a year, 18 inches for their entire life. Isn't that, though, what, what makes the woodchuck not a rodent, like not a rat, is the teeth alone? Like, if you take out a woodchuck's teeth, it's just a city rat, right? I mean, I think it looks like that. I believe it's technically a marmot. Yeah, whatever you just said. Uh, we need a we need a marmot a marmotologist to come on and tell us about marmots. A marmot expert? Yeah. Oh, apparently some be... one one of our listeners knows a fishologist. <laughs> I mean, I, I actually had this conversation with somebody from the DNR uh, about two weeks ago. I we could get a, like a DNR what's, specialist on here. Who? What's a DNR? The Department of Natural Resources. Don't fucking say it like everybody knows that. <laughs> Is that because you didn't know what it, I, I guarantee you if we were to do a poll uh, on our on our Facebook page, maybe I'll do one on my page, that 80% of people would know what DNR stands for. Yes, and they would immediately associate it with DNR, do not resuscitate, not the Department no. of Natural Resources. Nope, you're wrong. You're absolutely wrong. No, a DNR is usually what people put down on, like, health forms. That's what most people, I would say, 
would establish a DNR is standing for. I guarantee if you if you Google search DNR right now, the first thing that comes up will be the Department of Natural Resources. I just did a Google search of it. DNR stands for Do Not Resuscitate and tells healthcare providers and emergency medical personnel not to do CPR on an older adult if they stop breathing. The other stop breathing, <laughs> not breathing. Others, other. Here's the here's the rest of the Google list. Do not resuscitate. Wikipedia. Do not resuscitate order. Medline Plus Medical Encyclopedia. What is a DNR and why would seniors want one? How to fill out a DNR. I'm doing it right now because I want to see if you're correct. Okay, fine. Oh, well, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Google and its facts. Apparently a marmot and a rat are actually in the same family. Of Scuridae. They oh, are all members of the genus Marmota. <laughs> Apparently, uh, they also think that marmots were really the, car- the carriers of the bubonic plague that wiped out so many people uh, and not actually rats. Hit me with the fast five. John's fast five. Pew, 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 pew. John's fast five. Pew, pew, pew. John's Fast Five. My God! My God! <laughs> In a second. Wait. My, Shh. My, this isn't going to work while he's out. Awake. You know that, right? So, which, uh, you pick number first, and I'll start on that one. So, one through five. Which one? One. <laughs> Poor news, uh, sad news coming out of Detroit this week. Uh, there was two polar bears at the Detroit Zoo, Nuka oh. and Sucka. I didn't make up those names, by the way. They had a little polar bear cub. The cub died two days after being born. So this got me thinking, how many polar bears are there in captivity in the United States? I know what you're thinking, and you're wrong. There's only 43 bears in zoos in the United States. Detroit would have been the only zoo with three or more polar bears. Uh, can you name the other two cities? I'm going to go with Salt Lake City. That's wrong. New York. Okay, what are they? San Diego, which has three, and then the Columbus Zoo in Ohio, which has five. Hmm. Okay, let's go to number four. Uh, Number four, uh, kind of funny news this week out of uh, Broward County in Florida, which I know you and I are both well aware of. We are. Uh, The Miami Herald reported that a 37-year-old woman, while waiting in line at a Dollar General store, passed gas, and it pissed off a nearby customer so much that he went up to her, and he uh, they got into some kind of argument, which we've all done it, right? You know, you fart, you get a little embarrassed, someone might say something. However, this woman took it to the heart, pulled out a uh, folding knife from her purse, pointed at the guy, and said, I'm going to gut you. The thing about Florida... Uh, the thing about Florida news that always amazes me is every subsequent sentence makes it funnier. Person farted in line at the Dollar General. Woman pulls out switchblade, threatens to gut him. Like every subsequent line somehow makes that story more ridiculous. And then the the kicker of this one is they charged her with a felony uh, with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. She could get up to five years in prison for that. What do you think would be the maximum allowable time someone should spend in jail 
for just farting. Like the worst <laughs> fart you've ever smelled. How long should a person be in jail for that fart? <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I'll be courteous. I'll say a day, I guess. What about you? I would say six hours. I mean, I would think that that would be a legitimate a legitimate punish, punishment time in jail for a really bad fart. I just want to know what else is going on in that story. Like, she must, did she fart directly on him? Or did he just walk into it? Like, he just got crop dusted? Or did she just <laughs> open up, like, lift a leg and blow it on him? According to this, the report uh, says that the offended customer uh, got into an argument with the woman in reference to the defendant farting loudly. So I feel like that's you hearing it, and then you get crop dusted by it, I would think. Uh, let's uh, let's go with number here. one again. I, I, I just did number one. I wanted to see if you remembered. Let's go two. Uh, so Paul Walker's death was uh, about a week ago. No, it wasn't. Year. Paul Walker did not die a week ago. The anniversary of his death may have been a week ago, but he died yeah, several it, years ago. Sorry, the, the anniversary of his death. Why well, Five years. It's his five-year anniversary since he went too fast, too furious. Huh? Too soon? No? Come on, I even wrote that down, for God's sakes. Was that not funny? I, uh, the reason why I bring it up is uh, a little-known fact was that though he was the face of the Fast and the Furious franchise, which is the best thing he could have ever done for his career, Vin Diesel made more money uh, in the movie that Paul Walker was not in, so the last Fast and the Furious, than Paul Walker made in the first three movies. Vin Diesel was paid $96 million for Fast 8, uh, and Paul Walker only made about $70 million for the first three movies. Wait a minute, they paid him $96 million? Or that was with like residuals and things like that? After it was all said and done and all the other perks and stuff were settled, $96 million. See, I don't understand that in terms of why they would pay him that much, because I get it that he's an essential part of that franchise, but what else is he doing? When you think of Vin Diesel, you don't think of anything else. I mean, maybe the guy, the medic in Saving Private Ryan, or not the medic, but the guy that gets uh, shot and killed, and then Giovanni Ribisi tries to save him in, in Saving Private Ryan, but other than that, I mean, what else has the guy done? Boiler room? Maybe? How do you- how do you just know the name of Giovanni Ribisi like that right off the top of your head? Well, two reasons. One, Giovanni Ribisi is a, is a good actor. And two, he's been in a lot of movies. Who and do I you like Saving Private Ryan. Did The Rock Moving make on, more? You know, I didn't I, I looked at it. You didn't really do you didn't really do a lot of research then. I think he was like around 50 million if I recall. That's for, ridiculous. He's the biggest action star outside of Arnold Schwarzenegger in the history of action. No, it's ridiculous the fact that The Rock is making less than Vin Diesel. Number five is, uh, and I figured this was going to be your favorite, but have you heard of Knickers the cow? That giant-ass cow? The cow that stands at a mighty six foot four and weighs more than 2,800 pounds? The uh, cow's out of of, uh, Western Australia, and... um, What's funny about this cow is apparently, and I was reading a quote from the owner uh, online, which I, of course, I have here in front of me, uh, but it says, he said to this Australian TV show that the steer would give him over 4,000 hamburger patties, which would be like double or triple what he would get out of a normal cow. However, 
they don't have anything to process a cow that big or a steer that big. So he's just going to let the damn thing roam around and enjoy life because it's a giant. And that's that's pretty badass. What I'm concerned about is I saw those pictures of that giant cow, which if you ever haven't seen it, this cow basically is twice the size of everything else. It's ridiculous. Like it looks like it's photoshopped. Is how much drugs and steroids and whatever are they pumping into that thing? I guess I didn't even think about that. That's, I, I assume that it was just a naturally gigantic cow like the like the one like andre the giant if you had a cow of your own what would you name it spot why would you name it spot because i get a I get a black and white cow so i could drink milk is that how that works i would never i, I would never be able to have a cow and i i wouldn't i wouldn't know what to name it do you know what you would name a cow like frank why on god's earth would you name a cow frank because you could just walk by it and be like, hey, Frank. Just name it like some human name. Yeah. Like, hey, Todd, how are you today? Moving on here, the last one for this week's Fast Five, even though it hasn't been that fast today. No, it's is, been real uh, slow. But it's been good, right? It's been interesting. People care about this shit. Uh, or no one will listen at all. But either way, um, and I figured this one you would care about What is happening? What is happening that you do this, that whenever you start another one, you move your face away from the phone and then i can't hear what you're saying can you not hear, can you not hear what i'm saying no but you kind of do this you're like and going to number four no, no, no. oh i mean i turned my face from the phone a second ago to read some of my notes under the light because i <laughs> i couldn't like read it in the dark but no big deal why are you in um, the dark i'm not in the dark but i'm sitting like in a room with one lamp on anyways that that's irrelevant to the whole podcast. Are you? Do you close um, the door? Do you close yourself off from your family? I have to, or my you're going to hear my daughter crying in the background. What kind of chair are you sitting in? Like a like a lazy boy kind of chair. Does it one of those? Does it have like the wooden thing you can kick out? No, no, it does not have. It does, no, it doesn't like recline fully. Does it rock? Yes. Is it your chair? Nah, not really. Like in a couple of years, will people know that that that's John, that's Dad's chair? Uh yeah, probably. Does it have? Do you have a butt groove in it? <laughs> anyway, so the last fast five. Yes or no? Do you have a butt groove? No, I don't have a butt groove in it. Uh, the last fast five, which is the one I think that you would care the most about, was uh, Didn't she I, say- I believe it was Wednesday. The InSight uh, lander landed on Mars, making it the the uh, the eighth only ever man-made vehicle to ever land on Mars. Do you know Woodchuck is an excellent burrower? And on average, when they make... <laughs> Do you not care about Mars? Look, here's my problem with the Fast Five this week. It's old news. I already know all these things. Well, I mean, I mean but it's like a recap. It's a Fast Five. Yeah, but you have to figure that it's airing a week late. First off, you did not know that the Columbus Zoo had the most polar bears. I did not know that. I actually thought that one was really interesting. You did not know that Nickers the Cow weighs 14 and a half Danny DeVitos. <laughs> <laughs> and you also... Wait a minute. Know- How did they know that... Did you did you really know, look that up? <laughs> no, it was just in a quote... That somebody gave like this paper, and I thought it was hilarious. 
and I was waiting for the right time to use it, and you just brought, you just let me use it. So, so the the viewers, thank you for that. I'm looking up Danny DeVito's weight. How much do you think? <laughs> da- what the fuck? It's 88 kilograms. I don't know how much that is. <laughs> That's not that. Bad. I mean, he's a small person, so it's not that many. Not that much. 195 pounds at five foot. Oh my god, that's a big person. It's like a weeble wobble. A woodchuck <laughs> is an excellent burrower, and when they make their den, how many pounds of dirt on average do you think that they move out of that den? I'm gonna say uh, 36 pounds. 384. Jesus. <laughs> All right, so our top five for this week is going to be top five favorite video games, or top five best video games. I'm kind of tempted to make it video game franchises, but I'm going to leave it up to you. Well, actually, if you did franchises, I mean, all all of mine are franchises. Yeah, so. that's the same for me, too. So let's just do that. But you have to so, specifically yeah, could... say also what game in there you think is the best of that franchise. Okay, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Okay, and let's go five to one. So these are in order. What's your number five? Uh, I'm go- uh, so number five is the Call of Duty franchise. Never played that game. What's yours? Um, I'm gonna go Metroid. See, I <laughs> I was actually talking to my wife about this, and I said he, his top five is gonna be all Nintendo based franchises. That's not that's not entirely true. It's very okay. close. I'm a Nintendo guy. I think that ultimately Nintendo makes the best games in the sense that they make games that then set a new level and then everybody else has to catch up to them. Like, they set the gold standard. Like, for instance, I already know what your number one is, but we won't we won't go there. Well, it's, my number one yeah. is basically inarguable. Like, th- there's no way that you can not say that that is the best game series of all time. Every okay, single one of them on. is fantastic. All right, good talk. Uh, so my number four... I have the Grand Theft Auto series. I have Mortal Kombat. Okay. I mean, they're both... I mean, Mortal Kombat did not make my list, but... uh, And I actually think I would have put Street Fighter above Mortal Kombat. But Street Fighter was... I don't think it revolutionized things. Like, Mortal Kombat, when it came out, that was a different kind of game. Like, people were talking about that. The finish him, all that kind of stuff. I mean, yeah, people still say it, right? Finish him. I don't think anybody's probably said that in 20 years or should have said that in 20 years. People say that. You're just being a douche. What's your number three? I have the Pokemon series. Oh, my (laughs) God. Did you just stop mid-thought to get disappointed? But how can you put Pokemon? It's a lame-ass game. Lame-ass how? Like, you do the get, same get, get, thing every time. Like, you throw your little ball, then it fights this thing. It's basically for four-year-olds. First off, that is not true. Secondly, I, I, I agree that the the mechanics of the, the series are the same. How many Pokemon However, games do you own? Ah, uh, jeez. Um, seven or eight or nine, probably. And they're basically all the same game, aren't they? Well, if you would let me finish, the mechanics are the same, yes. However, the story changes, and there's different worlds, and there's like 800 monsters now. 
I just I can't believe you're like a Pokemon fan. I just see you over there with you. Do you have a hat? I feel like you've got the fucking hat. First off, you're getting really emotional about this Pokemon. I'm really upset. You're probably more a Pokemon master like I was. Did you have the Pokemon Go? Did you go out and collect? Uh, I I did download the app, but I I, I was not dumb enough to spend hours upon hours, you know, walking around the neighborhood but trying to find different Pokemon. No. Uh, What's your number three? God of War. Okay. I mean... That, that's a, I'm, I'm actually surprised that that one's on there for you because it's it's not Nintendo and it's a PlayStation only title. So I'm I'm proud of you for expanding your horizons a little bit. Yeah, I like God of War. I've only actually played the first two, the other ones. I just watched the movie cutscenes and thought it was fantastic. Because <laughs> you're too cheap to go buy a PS4. Let's move on to number two. Uh, I have the Halo series, Master Chief. I can just here's the thing when I see you playing video games, I feel like you've got a different shirt or some sort of outfit or clothing that you wear depending on what game that you're playing. Like I know that you have a Pokemon hat and you go get a Pokemon hat or put on your Pokemon shirt and go sit in your favorite chair that we talked about and play your games in the corner by yourself. Uh, and what's wrong with Halo? Like, give me one reason why Halo. Is- it should not be on the list at all. What was your Halo name, though, when you put it in, like, the multiplayer? Did you try to be Master Chief? <laughs> well, my my, multi, my 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 multiplayer, you know, my PlayStation Live and my Xbox name are the same. Uh, and you're more than welcome to friend me because uh, I've had it ever since I became an online video gamer. And it's uh, Dark Eagle 18. Why? <laughs> uh, because I mean, there, there's a simple reason. My my one of my favorite movies is Top Gun, and when I was a younger person, I just remember putting in like Top Gun had this thing on on, a, on its website. It was like find out your flyer name, and I put in my name, and it came back Dark Eagle. What's your number two? Hold on, I flipped the page. Super Mario. I actually have Mario as my number one. I think you can make a legitimate argument for it being number one. Yeah, I don't know. There's, there's nothing. I mean, there's nothing that comes close to Mario. Does quick question, trivia question? Does Mario hit the blocks with his head, or something else? I always thought it was his head. It is not. What is it? If you zoom way in, he's actually hitting it with his hand. Huh? Do you know that during hibernation, a woodchuck's heartbeat? can slow down to as little as four beats a minute is that like average for hibernating animals like i wonder what a bear's heartbeat goes down to let's find out stand by i'm kind of upset by the pokemon thing i feel like it's actually changed my entire the way that i feel about you and gaming i mean that's fine i mean it's it's a it's a good series I, i i will defend that 14 beats a minute Oh, for the bear? Yeah. Do you have a Pokeball? Uh, I do not anymore. I used to. How many did you have? I don't know, probably two. I mean, you used to buy the figures, and they used to come with a Pokeball. So I probably have had 20 or 30 of them, but I don't have any anymore. What do you mean, what figures? You know, I, I mean, I couldn't tell you, like, the actual name of the brand of toys, but it was like, you know, you used to get, like, the little figure with the ball, and, like, you could, you know, throw the ball, and it would, you know, land on the... The figure, you could pretend to catch it, you know? 
you close the ball up and walk around with it. When's the last time you tried to capture a Pokemon with a Pokeball? Because <laughs> I feel like long, if if you're gonna say anything, time. if you're gonna say anything other than two weeks ago, I'm gonna call you a liar. Can I tell people you're number one? Yeah, yeah. After you answered the last time you threw a Pokeball and pretended to catch one. It's been years. It's no, been at no, least ten years. That's not true. So and my I'm pretending to be I'm pretending to be Nick right now. So my number one is Zelda. Because Zelda and Link, he's the best ever. I'm surprised that you knew it was Link. I mean, of course. I, was, was I correct? I assume I'm correct. Of course you're correct. Zelda's easily the best one. It's easily the no. best video game series of all time. It's not even really no. a competition. I feel like Zelda is such a dominant number one. You should move everything down. The other number should start at three. I would say that Zelda is basically like the Taco Bell when it comes to fast food. And I would tell you that though Zelda is a good franchise, it's not even in my top 20. But have, what's the last Zelda game that you played? I've never played a Zelda game from to finish, ever. Well, then of course it wouldn't be in there, because you don't have a soul. There are, <laughs> there are, more, there are most people that would say Zelda is not a top 10 video game franchise. I guarantee it. No, I would say that if you polled anyone who has basically played more than 10 video games, knows anything about video games, likes video games, or has any seen any ever seen anyone play video games, they would probably say that Zelda is the number one franchise of all time. That's going to go ahead and do it for this episode of the Profoundly Pointless Podcast. I don't know about you, but I'm really interested to see what's going to happen with John's Corner on ProfoundlyPointless.com. I'm going to go ahead and bet nothing for at least the first couple of weeks, but then it could possibly turn into a beautiful disaster. If you want to connect with us, we're on ProfoundlyPointless.com. That's our website. We have social media accounts on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We love hearing from you guys. We're trying to be more active. Coming up on the next couple of episodes, we're going to be looking to the future. That's all I'm going to say. So for now, like, download, subscribe, share, We really appreciate it. It really helps us out. It helps propel us forward to that new ending.